Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. Another all's well that ends well shootout win edition of Flyers Daily. Katuri's got Jeremy going to the net for the circle out in front. They score! James Van Riemsdyk with his 11th goal of the year. Set up by Paraby and Couturier. The Flyers lead 1-0. Lawton carried in. Dipsy deuce by a man. Lead it out in front. They score! What a setup to Kevin Hayes, who scores his ninth of the year. Scott Lawton draws the primary assist, and the Flyers make it 3-2. Gustafson tees it up for Proveroff. Side to the net. It's batted in front. They score! Claude Giroux tips in that goal ball pass by Jake Voracek. And the captain gives the Flyers their third goal of the game at 4-3. Push to the corner, back to the line. Goss is there with a shot. They score! On the power play! Shane Gostisbehere finally ties the game with a power play goal, and the Flyers pull even at four. Now in a shootout, Couturier swings wide right circle, went to the net, took the shot, he scores! Sean Couturier gives the Flyers the early lead in the shootout. Patrick, he comes with speed. Right-hand shot, went to the net with a shot, he scores! Up high! He goes off the post and in, and the Flyers lead it 2-0 in the shootout. All right, it's a March 10th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Flyers are able to rescue victory from the jaws of defeat after they get down against the Buffalo Sabres 3-1 in that first period. They score the first goal of the game, but then give up three unanswered goals to the Sabres who have lost seven straight. And again, this is like that Pittsburgh game last week, last Thursday, that the Flyers won 4-3 in regulation. The one where they were able to come all the way back after giving up three goals the first three minutes and 57 seconds into the game. And the same notion applies to this game. And that notion is, it's not the way you want to do it. It's not a recipe for success long term. And while it's the same as a 6 nothing win in the standings, it's just two points. They're an important two points because... There is a resilience to being able to battle back, and even when it's against the Buffalo Sabres. And I know that, you know, seeing on social media, that's one of the talking points. How can you allow yourself to get down to a team this bad, the worst team in the league? Well, the difference, the NHL is a parody-driven league. And eventually the Buffalo Sabres are going to win a game, and they're going to win a game against a team that is higher than them in the standings. That's what happens when you're the worst team in the league. Now, they're not going to win a lot of games, and they're a team that's a mess right now, and they found a way to lose that game despite the fact that the Flyers handed them an opportunity to end their seven-game win streak on a silver platter. But somebody they're going to beat somebody. They're not going to go over the rest of the year. And the NHL is a very parody-driven league, and any hockey team on any night can beat anybody. But you didn't want that to be the Flyers after losing three out of four. And somehow they, they came back in the game, and they were able to get you know the two points in the standings by way of a shootout win. If that's against another team and they go down 3-1 and they play the way they played to start that game, they're probably not going to come back. So that's why that's not a recipe for success. You got away from it. You got away with it against the Sabres. You really got away with it against Pittsburgh and you for some reason you were able to come back in that game. And that maybe that's a little bit more lucky per se. But hey, They get the two points in the standings. They keep pace. They're still two points back of the final playoff spot, which is the Pittsburgh Penguins, who also got a win. And still have two games in hand on Pittsburgh. But really kind of, for me, the big story in this game is that Carter Hart was pulled uh, for the third time this season. 
and he was also pulled for the second time against Buffalo. Now, the, the first time he was pulled was that uh, third game of the season that they lost 6-1 to Buffalo, and he gave up four, sh- four goals through the first two periods, and Aline Vigneault went to Brian Elliott in that game before Elliott shut him out on the next day and started the three straight games of 3 nothing shutouts. But Carter Hart being pulled, and, and I understand, look, we've talked about this to varying degrees throughout the first you know couple months of the season now, and we're a couple of months in, when you looked at, we're basically at mid-March, season started in mid-January. So uh, Carter has not played to the peak of his ability. He has not played to where our expectations for him were heading into this season, where his head coach's expectations were for him heading into this season, where the organization's expectations were for him heading into this season, and most importantly, where his expectations were for himself heading into this season. And, he t- and we're going to play his availability in just a minute. Um, but Carter, in his availability, and you hear it, sounds almost a little perplexed trying to figure out why he's not stopping more pucks. And for a goaltender, that's really kind of how you compartmentalize it. Nothing really matters if you stop pucks. It doesn't matter the style points in which you do it. It doesn't matter if it's beautiful if it's ugly if doesn't matter the job for a goaltender is very cut and dry when you do your job nothing really happens you stop pucks and maybe some people ooh and ah at some spectacular saves but when you don't do your job if you're at home you know a red light goes on and everybody points at you if you're on the road a red light goes on everybody points at you and a goal horn goes off and a building erupts it's a very cut and dry job. So the mentality of the goaltender is, why am I not stopping more pucks? And he, that's the part he's got to figure out. And again, success in the NHL is not a straight line. He is 22 years old. There are going to be peaks and valleys. And it's my contention that if you start off a year and you struggle in the beginning of a year, it's more pronounced in the beginning of a year than if it happened in the middle of a season. And he look, it's a couple months in now, so he's had moments this season where he's been been good and he's played good games. And you can look at that 28-save shutout against Buffalo. He's also been good in other games this season. Obviously, the, the Boston Bruins have been a tough opponent for him. Uh, and overall, he's not where he wants to be. He's not playing at the level that he, we, all of us uh, expected him, and the numbers aren't there for, for what we expected of him this season. But he's got to stick to his plan. He has to stick to the elements of his game that got him to where he is, to being an NHL goaltender, to being a highly touted prospect at one point, to being a a recognized, legit NHL goaltender. And he's got to get back into those, those habits and lean on those elements of what grew his game to the level that put him where he is and where he belongs in the National Hockey League. He will do that, but there's going to be periods, and and again, you'll hear it in his voice, of insecurity or periods of a lack of confidence, and he'll have to find that. Now, there's a couple ways you can find that. You can do it through practice and working on the technical elements of his game, And, and as I've said before, he's a very technically sound goaltender, positional, uh, great play reading ability. 
you can do that by not playing games and and taking a step back, or you can do that and play your way through it. What is the best for him? I don't know. I don't know how he's kind of gone through this in the past, if he's played his way out of it, or if he was a guy that stepped back and had a few days to kind of clear his head and then went back in and reestablished a foundation of confidence. But right now, he's not a confident goaltender. You can see it in in some of his save selection. Like the first goal against the Sabres that they gave up, the Sam Reinhart goal, the first one, there's a puck that comes from not quite the corner, but down below the goal line to Carter's right side, which is his blocker side. And he's down in what's called an RVH, a reverse vertical horizontal position. He's on one knee on integrated into his post. His blocker is just above his pad, and his other leg is horizontal. So there's a vertical and there's a horizontal. And so, well, the, actually the left leg is vertical. The other leg is horizontal. And he's in that position, which is the absolute right position to be in. But as that puck comes out of the corner, he stays in a low crouch. like he Almost like he's tracking the puck through multiple bodies and trying to find a lane to get eyes on the puck. And when that puck comes out, his chest needs to be up, his hands need to be up and out in front of him, cutting angle and active. Instead, with his lack of confidence right now, he's in a really low crouch position, gloves resting on the top of his pad, and it's it's a really difficult spot to be able to then cover up high when you're in an RVH position on your knees. And that's how Reinhardt gets him. He frankly, he made it easy for Reinhardt to go upstairs on him by the way he was positioned on that. So he's got to get those elements back. You can see that's a confidence issue. Almost like you make yourself smaller when you don't have confidence. He needs to make himself bigger. And you're gonna hear Elaine Vigneault talk about it as well. That he wants his goaltender to have a little bit more compete in his game. And when you say that and you say, I want him to compete a little harder, for a goaltender, that's not going out and checking some guy against the boards or skating harder. That's more presenting yourself in a more, I guess, dominating uh, body language and more aggressive. He's being very, his, his position right now is very passive. He needs to be more aggressive. He's never been an overly aggressive goaltender, and he doesn't need to be crazy aggressive. Just needs to be more aggressive than where he is right now. And look, I don't know if one of the elements here too is, you know, you heard him talk about it in the preseason that he was experimenting with taking more ice, which is getting out of his net a little bit further to make himself a little bigger and to to try and, you know, evolve as a goaltender. And I don't know if that was uncomfortable for him when he got into games. By taking more ice, you have further to travel when that happens. Or if he took more ice and then got burned a few times on the back door, and that's where the deterioration of kind of questioning his game came in, I'm not sure. But he's got to get back to his basics, get back to his technical aspects, his control in the crease, and his precision as a goaltender. And when he does that, his game will come back along with it. It takes some time. We'll see if he's a guy that's going to have to play through it, to it, or if he's going to have to be a guy that needs to take a step back. We'll see. We'll see how they handle this situation. Again, I don't have I have not lost any faith in Carter Hart. Goalies go through this. There are periods of time where you just feel like you can't stop a beach ball shot from the blue line. And it's the same size puck and it's just the shots are just as hard. Sometimes you fight it, sometimes you see it, sometimes you don't. Sometimes 
it works for you without thinking. Other times, thinking is is exactly what you don't need to do. It's a very complex position for an athlete because so much of the terms are dictated to you, and you cannot dictate those terms, but you want that control. And Carter, the way for him to gain control is to control what he can control, and that's the positional elements of his game, making himself big at the right times. But it's easier said than done. Confidence does play a factor. So here's the Flyers goaltender and Sean Couturier meeting with the media after the game. Yeah, Carter, can you uh, talk about your confidence level right now? And um, I don't know if it's my imagination or not, but it, it seems like you're playing a little deeper uh, in the crease. Is that – do you feel like you're doing that or, or no? I don't know if you're doing it consciously or not. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Um, just trying to stop the puck, and right now I'm not. It's plain and simple. Um, I just need to find a way uh, to get back on track because um, I'm not playing well. And I know it. Everyone knows it. And it's, it's hard right now. Um, but the boys battle back, and that's all that matters. Carter, were you surprised uh, that AV took you out after that first period? Um, uh, no, I didn't play well. Um, and the, the boys needed a spark, so Moose came in and did a great job. Yeah, excuse me, this is for Sean. Um, Sean, the breakaway you had in overtime, did that give you a clue on a different move than maybe you would have usually used in the shootout? Uh, yeah, a little bit, obviously, on that. Coming down from that side uh, didn't work, so tried coming down the other side. Sean, this is for you. Uh, it seemed like these two goal, the two goals tonight that you had a, a part on, you won two board battles. It seems like you guys have been getting a lot more better with the forecheck. Is that something that just changed over the last few games, or is it just something that's clicking right now that you guys are getting harder on the forecheck? No, I think as as a line and as as a team, five on five is uh, is pretty good right now. Um, you know, we're creating some 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 good looks. We're we're controlling the puck a lot, and uh, that's what you want. Um, Tonight, though, you know, power play stepped up big there at the end, big goal. And uh, like I said, the other night, you can win some games with that power play. And tonight, uh, he got the job done. Yeah, hi. Uh, Carter, um, AV mentioned um, a need to battle a little bit more in goal. But what, what do you think that means as far as from a goalie? Because it's, it's kind of hard to understand what, what a goalie needs to do to battle. So I'm just curious what your take is on that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like... I just need to find more ways to stop pucks. Like, um, just go out and play. Like, um, not overthink things, um, and just trust my game. Cause uh, I don't know. It's just right now, and um, I got just. I don't feel like myself, and I got to find a way to get back into playing playing the game that I love and and trusting the game that I've built. And as you heard there, it sounds like Carter's a little baffled right now with um, why he's not playing better. But he'll he'll come to a conclusion. He'll come to an answer. He'll do it with the help of his goaltending coach. And you know who else is a big help to him right now? Is Brian Elliott. Because Brian Elliott's gone through it a thousand times at the pro level. This is, this is part and parcel with the position and being a professional goaltender. Brian Elliott's a guy he can lean on in this spot, too, that can help him find his way back to the confidence that he needs to be successful at the NHL level. So let's hear from the head coach after the game as well. Elaine Vigneault addressed the media. He talked about why he pulled Carter Hart in this game and much more and how the team came away with a win. So here's the head coach, Elaine Vigneault. Hi, A.V. Uh, you couldn't have been real happy after the uh, first period. What would you say to the team after the first period? 
I uh, just talked about, uh, you know, we needed to uh, win the second period. Uh, you know, there was no sense in in frustration. Wouldn't help. What needed to help was, you know, us going north-south, uh, you know, attacking their net, attacking their D, and winning that period. We won the second. Uh, wasn't a, a power play goal there, but uh, it was at the, at the end of the uh, our power play, so the, their guy was just stepping on, and uh, we were we talked about winning the third period. We went out there, won that third period. Our power play got got us a big goal, and our penalty killing at the end there did a good job for us, and uh, were able to win it in a skills competition. Hey, Elaine. Obviously, you guys come away with the win tonight, but do you come away from this game satisfied or, or frustrated with the hole that you guys put yourself in to start with? No, I mean, uh, you know, if I look at this game, I, obviously I'm going to watch it again tomorrow, but, you know, I thought we carried the play. Uh, you know, we found ourselves uh, down 3-1, uh, made a, a goaltender a change and uh, won the second and won the third. Uh, you know, it's about battling. It's about competing. Our guys battled hard, competed hard uh, right from the beginning with the a team scored three. So, uh you know, we had to get better. Uh, they got a fourth one that went off our stick. Moose uh, couldn't pick up there. Uh, but, uh, you know, we faced adversity head on and competed and found a way to win. Hey, A.V., um, you briefly mentioned the special teams there in the first question. Uh, you, you get the one power play goal, and like you mentioned, the other one was almost a power play goal, and then the PK comes up big at the end of the third period. Is this the kind of specialty teams that you want to see now from this team moving forward to help you win games? Well, specialty teams are a big part of games. And, uh, you know, usually when you win uh, that area, whether it be the power play or the penalty killing, you get, give yourself a good chance to, to win the game. And uh, came up big tonight. That power play goal is a pressure time. We're able to tie the game, get a, a, a late penalty. Penalty killing comes up big, get the kill against one of the best power plays in the league. So, I think for us, and in fact, again, coming back from behind, this is not an easy league to uh, come back when, when you're trailing, uh, especially, you know, down by two after the first. So able to battle back hard, give credit. I thought G's lines tonight, uh, you know, set the tone. I thought him and Jakey uh, really played a hard game. They led the way and uh, found a way to win, and that's, that's what we have to do at this time. Elaine, Elaine, what's your level of concern with Carter Hart? And did you just talk about the decision to replace him? Well, I replaced him. Uh, I didn't think he had been good enough. So uh, I told Moose he was going in. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's uh, it's the toughest position in hockey. Carter is a very young goaltender. Uh, we all believe in him. We all think that uh, he's got a tremendous amount of potential. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's a tough position, and uh, he's going to learn from this. He's going to get better. I believe he's got to battle a little bit harder in goal at, at this time, and uh, I'm confident that, uh, you know, he'll work with Kim, and uh, he'll uh, try and get his game to where it needs to be so that our team uh, can have a chance in every game. Anyway. Hey, Elaine, uh, what went into your decision to use Nolan Patrick on the second uh, shootout spot, and do you think that goal can give him a little confidence? Uh, I hope it does give him confidence. It was a, a great move, and he's been working extremely hard. 
my list for shootouts is is uh, basically, I would say, given to me with you know our Kim, our goal, our goalie coach, and and our goaltenders. You know who's the who's the toughest shooter to go against? Who's feeling it? You know every game it modifies a little bit, but uh, those guys got uh, Kim's got a real good feel on on our guys and and the homework they do uh, against the opposition's goaltender. And uh, I have a lot of faith and uh, trust in him. Uh, if I could go back to Carter Hart for a second, can it be tough at times to balance the approach of having him play through his struggles or having him sometimes come out a game or two to watch and, and rebuild his confidence that way? Well, you know, right now it's about winning games. So, you know, we got to find a way to win games. And our goaltender has got to find a way to, to stop the puck. That being said, you know, I've been very fortunate in this game to – you know, have some great goaltenders in front of uh, me, in front of in my teams. Uh, you know, Lundqvist, Luongo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, all those goaltenders at one time or another uh, went through challenging periods. Uh, all players do, not just at the goaltender position, but all players do. You got to show mental strength, mental fortitude. You got to battle through, and that's what we expect Carter to do. Okay, thanks, Coach. Thanks, guys. Stay safe. Take care. Flyers head coach Elaine Vigneault after the Flyers come away with a 5-4 shootout win over the Buffalo Sabres. We'll be back in action coming up on Thursday to take on the Washington Capitals. We'll see the Caps on Thursday and Saturday, two straight in Philadelphia. But in the meantime, everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of Flyers Daily. We're hoping to speak with Travis Konechny on tomorrow's episode. So uh, hopefully we get to hear from TK. And uh, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on tomorrow's episode of Flyers Daily. Have a great day.